Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is about how to get more out of virtual conferences. While some groups are starting to meet in person again, as more people are vaccinated against COVID, virtual gatherings will likely be with us for a while. And that's not a bad thing. With a little thought, you can get a lot of the upsides of in-person conferences and some additional benefits too. When you think about regular in-person conferences, they tended to serve two functions. One was the content, letting people discover new trends or ideas in an industry or gain access to experts that they wouldn't normally learn from. The second was to meet people in person and to tighten existing relationships. While people spend a lot of time and effort focused on the programming, cue the angst over, which panel do I attend? I'd argue that the latter is a lot more important. With many conferences, you'd be better off parking yourself at the coffee station or in the hallway and setting up lots of appointments with other attendees, rather than attending any sessions. So that suggests an obvious drawback of virtual conferences. If the biggest upside of most conferences was meeting people in person, and virtual conferences are, well, virtual, what is the point? But you can still get some of the networking benefits if you are proactive about it. First, when you sign up for a virtual conference, do the work of figuring out who else is going who you'd like to meet. Ask colleagues. Ask your network. Ask your network if they know anyone who's going that you should connect with. Post on social media that you are going. The goal is to get three names or so of people who would be worthwhile to connect with. Then, figure out a way to do just that. One idea is to arrange for both you and a new connection to attend one of the same sessions and then do a private debrief with each other afterwards. This is kind of the equivalent of grabbing coffee after a panel. If you already know the person to some degree and you're looking to reconnect, well, you don't even need to bother with that. Just say, hey, I saw we were both going to this conference. I'd love to chat. Then get it on the calendar. The conference is just a pretense. But you know what? Wasn't it always? And in the virtual world, you don't have to spend the time and money on travel to make that pretense happen. You might also host a small group session with a handful of attendees that you'd like to get to know better. You know the drill. More than six people or so on a virtual discussion can sometimes become hard to manage, but about that number will work great for something social. Think of this as the equivalent of a few folks grabbing dinner together or hitting the bar after a day of sessions. You can talk about the conference, and that would be a great starting point, but presumably you will move on to other things too which is also great. You can also network with presenters from virtual conferences by sending an email after any session with your feedback. I can promise you these emails do get read, even if they don't always garner a response. And networking is partly about getting people to recognize your name. If you send a thoughtful email to someone, the next time they see your name in an industry publication or on a discussion forum, this expert or industry leader will think, oh yeah, that's so-and-so. She always has smart ideas. 
from your perspective, this is a great thought for such a person to think. And finally, with virtual conferences, use the fact that you don't have to take a break from your normal life or invest in travel costs to attend. This means you can attend a lot more conferences. The bar can be lower, since it's much less of a time cost. If there are even maybe two people attending that you'd like to get to know better, or there is one session you'd really like to participate in, it might be worth it. You wouldn't fly across the country for that, but joining a virtual program over your lunch break? I mean, why not? Of course, now that we are in year two of virtual conferences, most organizers are recognizing how important the social and networking functions are, and many are building in the opportunity for small group sessions. If these are available, go ahead and sign up. Getting to know a small group of industry colleagues in a structured setting tends to be a wise idea. And again, you don't have to go anywhere. Since you can sign up for more conferences in the virtual world, you can do even more of these sessions than you might have when conferences only happen in person. I do know that in-person is coming back. I have a few events on my calendar for the fall. But virtual is great too, because you can bring people from farther afield, and people can come who might have had family or health reasons for not attending in the past. More people means better networking, which, as we learned earlier, is really the reason to go to conferences in the first place. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.